what's up, all my badass listeners? First off, I just want to go ahead and thank you for all of your support thus far. It means so much. We have listeners all around the world. And as just, you know, a bored mom at home who needed a labor of love and kind of a little hobby project, it means so much that this podcast is getting the attention that it's getting. So before I get too emotional and my hormones come into full effect, I want to just go ahead and introduce my amazing guest, Samantha Brunskill out of Australia. She is so powerful. She took her family business from six figures to eight figures and was recently mentioned in an article along with Oprah fucking Winfrey, I might add, as women to look out for in this upcoming year. How cool is that? All right, so girl crush aside, you're going to learn so many things about her. She's going to talk about mental illness, going to talk about some business tips, her upcoming book, all kinds of stuff that you definitely want to stick around for. So don't forget to check under the description for any relevant links that have to do with my guest or for ways to follow me throughout my own journey. I can't wait to connect with you all on a deeper level through social media. And I can't wait to hear what you think. Thanks again so much for all of your support. But without further ado, here is Samantha Brunskill. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Just Women Talking Shit with your host, Jacqueline Cotton. Jacqueline Cotton. Hello, Jackie. How are you going? Hey, I am doing well. How are you? Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I'm doing really well. Good deal. Oh, man. I'm just like ecstatic that you have a pretty sick accent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Great to hear yours actually too. Yeah. Oh, I'm Southern. <laughs> so, so Southern. Cool. I love social media, how we can connect on the other side of the world like this. Oh, it's so badass, right? Mm, so badass. So where are you exactly? Um, I'm in Gold Coast, so Bris- near Brisbane, Australia, um, a couple of hours or two flight from Sydney. Um, so it's all hot, 30 degrees here, loving the beach. We've got all the summer fields all over in this area of Australia. Oh, man. I've always wanted to visit Australia. Mm, <laughs> you definitely should. Uh, it's it's definitely on on the list at some point. Um, maybe when <laughs> we have five kids total, maybe when they grow up and are out of the house, oh. I don't know. <laughs> but it's definitely on my list. So, what time is it there right now again? Ah, uh, ten past eleven. Okay, goodness, yeah, that's like a big difference. I definitely mm-hmm. haven't gotten to speak to anyone with such a vast time difference yet. So this um, is pretty cool. Pretty cool uh, for me. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I was I was checking your page out earlier, you know, just trying to to kind of get a glimpse into your world. First off, you're freaking stunning. You're so beautiful. Aww. I don't know if you know that. Um, I'm sure you know that. You're like, of course I know that. Uh, but <laughs> I was trying to get a better understanding of what you do and whatnot. And I would love to just, you know, considering I don't know you, just get like a, a quick glimpse and then let's dive into a little bit more about what you do. So who are you? Where are you from? Give me all the details. Yeah. So my website, sorry about that. My website literally is launching in about a week and a half. So it's just, um, I've had a new brand. So 
Um, I merge strategy, spirituality, and self-expression to help entrepreneurs to build empires that shape a better world. And I've been an entrepreneur for 11 years. My background is mental illness, sexual trauma. And when I really, um, as a young girl, when I was 19, 21, I built a multi-million dollar company from nothing through my biggest period of adversity, which was mental illness at that time. And um, it was after that point where I reached this kind of society's idea of success that I was like, wait a second, like that actually like society's idea of success isn't fulfilling me. And that's when I left all of that behind, went and traveled the world to over 25 different countries, learning from the leading authorities, neuroscience, shamanism, sacred sexuality. And now I've really combined everything I've learned over the last 11 years into my business school, Empress and Emperor. And so now I'm teaching entrepreneurs how to merge strategy, spirituality, and self-expression to build an empire from the inside out, but not by other people's ideas of success, instead by who they authentically are and their values and what makes them fulfilled and happy in life. That sounds pretty cool. Um, you said you built a, you said a, a million dollar business or? Uh, eight figure business. So we went from half a million dollars to like a $10 million business. Um, it was my family's company and I took it over and then I Literally, yeah, just built it all from my dad just gave me a phone book and said, give it a crack. And I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> and, wow. Um, and I literally, you know, just just on instinct, on intuition and, you know, and then, yeah, really transformed this property development company. So that's been my biggest achievement to date. That was my next question is what kind of business was it? Property development. Yeah. So literally okay. building communities. And that was all in Australia as well? Yep. Interesting. And now you're doing this. I did. So in the midst of trying to like see your post and like figure them out and whatnot, um, I read something about Oprah. Oh, that's what popped yeah. out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Disrupt Entrepreneur Magazine just said, uh, just made an announcement that I'm one of the seven women they've picked um, to be paving the way for success next year um, and alongside Oprah. So that was really cool to get that level of recognition with the movement I'm here to create. That's insane. How did that make you feel? Uh, <laughs> um, it made the last 11 years really worth it because when I was diagnosed with this mental illness, um, I remember being on that medication in that hospital room and going, I, I thought I was here for big things. What do you mean this is my life? And it's taken me a really long time. I've been four years medication-free, so it's felt like all the dark days were worth it. it. made me feel really proud of myself for persevering through a lot of pain. Yeah, I can imagine. Do you mind if I get personal and ask, like, as far as the mental illness goes, what the story is yeah, there? absolutely. That's totally fine. I just ask because I, I suffer from, you know, I, I hate saying mental illness. I don't know why that still mm. feels so taboo, yep. but, um, but it does. <laughs> I think mm. it's something that, you know, I'm getting out in the open. Um, I remember a while ago I posted, it's probably years ago. I finally came out and I was like, look, this is the face of mental illness because I don't think it's mm. talked about enough. Um, and I got so much support and I'm diving back into all of that and really putting, you know, myself and my, um, all the childhood trauma and insecurities out there to try to help other pe people heal. But I just have to ask, cause I'm like, Oh my God, this is a badass woman. And here she is talking about, she has mental illnesses too. So like, I, I want to know, is that okay? If you tell me yeah. about that and you said Absolutely you're medication free and everything, I just, all the things. 
let me know. Mm. Yeah. Like literally nothing is off, like nothing is off the cards. Like I'm like an open book because I, I really want people to realize that literally a decade ago, I was on the most, I was like one of the most medicated people ever. So if I can come that far in 10 years, anyone can. And I'd love to really inspire people to know that. Beautiful. So, so for me, it's anxiety and depression are my big ones. Um, Mm -hmm. So what's going on with you or what, it seems like you have it managed, but. Yeah, well, my, the, when I was 18 years old, um, you know, I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder um, and borderline personality tendencies. So what was happening in them years before that was, you know, anxiety, reckless activity and and all of those things. Um, I don't experience that anymore, um, but that's really what was happening back then. Then things were playing out. I'm just like trying to soak it in for a minute because like you're so successful and I never would have known that. I never would have thought that unless you, you know, you shared it with me. And I think what's really powerful about it is that you're medication free. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things that was really playing out back then was that um, it was really all about just not having this clear sense of self. So one of the big things that I live my life by now is that when we unleash our, um, you know, our authentic self and truly own who we authentically are, then we can have the impact that we're born here to make in the world. And often what it is is that we are wearing all these different masks and fluctuating between this is who I am, no, this is who I should be, this is what others want me to be. And in all of that comes a level of anxiety for what does my future hold or a level of regret, overwhelm, despair and sadness for our past. There's this um, inability to really accept ourselves in the present moment. And I really do believe that that's actually what mental illness is, is it's very much foundational in self-acceptance of one's identity and that capacity then to express it moment to moment. And when we can, then we live in imbalance and harmony in ourselves and therefore our emotions and our mental state also becomes balance and harmony. And that was the gift in it all. That's the gift. And my friends, my family, you know, I've created support groups. I've raised um, close to $100,000 for mental health over this time that I've been speaking out about it as well. That is so badass. So badass. (laughs) (laughs) So like, what do you have going on now? You have anything coming up? Any, do you do like in-person events? I don't know what it is like with the COVID situation in Australia, but are you you, like solely working online or... Do you do yep. in-person stuff? No, solely working online. Um, I'm doing, em- I've got Empress and Emperor Business School, which is literally for people that have got mental illness, been through trauma, adversity. Um, I help them to be able to find that level of harmony, self-acceptance of their authentic self, then how to build an empire, sharing their unique gifts with the world. Um, and they can be in that business school for six months, 12 months. I've either got that or one-on-one mentorship with me online. Cool. Do you have like yeah. any any really... I guess, powerful stories from people you've worked with? Yeah, um, I've got one powerful story from um, a girl called Jasmine, you know, because I'm working with people from all around the world. She's there in South Africa. We, you know, at the start before working with me, she hadn't had an exposure online, been feeling insecure, and now she's grown her business by 300%. We've tripled it. She's posting regularly. She's completely booked out and she's got two more staff on. So that's a really amazing experience and it shows that, no matter where you are in the world, South Africa, Australia, America, that you can apply this stuff and it works. That's pretty incredible. But is there like a huge time difference there too? <laughs> yeah. So they are sleeping now, but in, in a few hours, they'll be waking up. <laughs> oh, wow. So you're all I'm trying to understand the schedule. I'm like, I'm just new to the time zone thing. Okay. It's, it's so confusing. <laughs> 
speaking to me. Like the, the extent of my knowledge is like central time versus Eastern or Pacific. So I guess, is that just something that you, you kind of get familiar with? over time? Well, we've actually, so in 40 minutes, uh, I've got our weekly call. That's our weekly group mentoring. So 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, that seems to be like 2 8, like we've got some people, they're waking up at 3 a.m. to get oh, the, wow. the calls each week. But otherwise, it's 12 p.m. for some people and other p- time zones at 7 p.m., um, 8 p.m. So we found one time that like somehow matches everybody and um, as it grows more then I'll I'll put another call in there so that they get it as well awesome so do you stay pretty booked yeah yeah I've got it so into um I've got a, like three people on my team um and I've built an empire one of the big things I teach is like teaching people how to build an empire that is sustainable scalable that means people can join my business school anytime and we'll just keep accepting more 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 like literally there's no limit on how many people can be in this business school which is which is what I'm all about we're trying to impact one million empresses and emperors um, embodying their authentic self realizing their greatest potential and sharing their unique gifts by 2030 (laughs) that's the movement it's a big goal that's so cool I like how you, it seems like your business model is a little bit different from other coaches. One, it seems like, no offense, it, because I've tried to do it as well, um, but it seems like everyone's a business coach. Mm. And then what I see a lot of is like, you know, working like anywhere from four to 12 weeks on doing the whole launch or pre-launch and then like mm. card is closing type thing. So yeah. I find it very interesting that yours is, you. your words were business school more of that kind of thing. Do you find that it's easier to do it that way to have it kind of go in, you know, is it go year round or what? Yeah, that's exactly it. So one of the things that I find is often people do their massive launches by the end of the launch, they're burnt out and then they've got no cash flow coming in and then they've got to put all that energy out again. So my idea of doing this is that we actually want to create a system and team that can bring in consistent cash and clients month to month. So, you know, what we're really trying to do there is create what I call a magnetic marketing funnel. That magnetic marketing funnel has four stages. First stage is build your audience, create content that gets you out to the masses. Second stage is inspire, educate, and elevate that audience by creating a different type of content that then um, is really sharing your content pillars. And then that's getting them into a home or a community like a Facebook group. Once you've built that relationship with them in there, then we do other marketing strategies that are automated, like a sales funnel, like a a three-part video opt-in, some of these other different strategies here that are regularly going then to take people from that inspire, educate, elevate stage into capture and nurture, getting them into capture, nurture. We're helping them then to Um, through different content messages in their emotional part of the brain, different content messages in the logical part of the brain that then gets them to go, wow, oh my God, this is everything that I've been looking for. And you've got a team behind the scenes that are ensuring that this magnetic marketing funnel and soulful selling process is bringing into consistent cash and clients literally on autopilot. So often in the old model you were talking to, it requires all your time, all your focus, all your energy. And imagine thinking that money is equated to hard work because that's often the belief system that underpins that old model. But when you start to adopt the belief system that money, wow, money flows to me with grace and ease, you adopt the belief system that 
I can be supported. Life gets to be easy. Making money and having an impact is fine. It's easy. You know, then what happens is we look for how can I build a business? How can I create consistent cash and clients in a way that's easy, that's fun, that's playful, that enables me to be able to be in my zone of genius in the business, which is often in facilitation or, you know, being live. And then how can I have this other team and all these systems in my business um, that just then support them clients just stripping in regular sales calls, regular sale events. Um, And what that enables is no big ups and downs in cash and clients then. What we're talking about is very organic, slow, increased growth of your business, but over the long term then. It seems like so people make it look extremely easy and I understand the systems Mm -hmm. behind things and whatnot, but what do you, what, what are your suggestions or I guess advice for someone that is just starting out and doesn't have like the cash to invest in someone like you? Do you have like a number one tip for someone starting out so that they, cause it's hard. I don't care what anybody says. Business is so freaking hard. I know it, it becomes easier, but there, that's like a lot of, a, a lot of entrepreneurs will tell you, you know, they've invested a lot. They've wasted a lot of money. They've had a lot of failures. Um, so just like some golden nuggets for someone who doesn't have, you know, the credit or the cash to invest so that they can kind of have that, um, I guess, fast start. Yeah, 100%. So um, I think step number one is like the biggest asset that you have, every entrepreneur has, is uh, what they what I call their business empress and emperor. This is your connection to God and spirit that's helping you to solve meaningful problems in the world. So number one thing that you can do is prioritize your daily practice to connect into your own connection to God's spirit or your intuition and really ground in and ask what is that bigger purpose? What is the bigger vision for my for my business? And because when we're saying it's hard, you know, things are only hard when we don't have divine clarity and confidence. Things are hard when we're when we're we're not connected into our own inner guidance system and like really asking and getting that divine clarity and confidence from within. So first is where it, it gets hard when we want to stay. Um, swimming in the confusion and overwhelm. But if we choose to kind of break up that relationship and say, you know what, I don't need for my life to be hard. Like, it's really like, why am I buying into my life being this way? Because the world is only going to reflect back to me. If my business is hard, um, then what part of me from an identity perspective is actually liking things to be hard? And what I say then is that's often our sabotaging drama queen and king. So it's like, well, what's limiting me right now I'm, if, if my business is showing me that it's hard, why do I enjoy things getting to be hard? What do I fear happening if it gets to be easy? Oh, that would mean that, you know, I'd have to get my name out there more. I'd have to be more responsible. I'd have to be more committed. I'd have to sacrifice my excuses. Um, I need to be more focused here. I need to take more accountability. I need to be, you know, and so uh, number one is really going within yourself and saying, okay, what is that bigger purpose that's pulling me forward? What are the people that I'm here to serve? What is my genius um, that I'm here to share with the world? And often what we'll find is if that bigger purpose gets big enough and bright enough for ourselves, then that sabotaging drama queen and king that I like to call it inside, that's like uh, got an addiction to life needing to be hard, um, struggle street, needing to stay in overwhelmed confusion, we get to actually say, well, make it about that bigger purpose actually. 
Like think about feel the clients out there who would be dying to working with you. You know, they're praying for you and the results and transformations that you offer every single night. And often what I've found in my own journey, having struggled with mental illness, I mean, I couldn't out get out of bed. Like I'm not just saying this out of life's always been easy. I mean, I applied this when I was on the highest, highest doses of mental health medication. I couldn't even get out of bed. Right. And I mean, this is what got me in that time. So anybody listening going, oh, you're making it sound so easy. Actually, like I couldn't even get out of bed. I was on the highest doses of mental health medication. And what I'm sharing with you is I was doing then. And I looked at my life and I was like, why do I want it to always be hard? Why am I like, you know, why? And and I really saw that bigger purpose. I saw a group of people and I believed in myself enough. I had that level of self-belief that only came from my connection to God and spirit to say, no, I know I'm here for bigger. I know I'm better than this, you know, um, and I'm going to go through this right now. And so I chose to sacrifice the beliefs that actually weren't helping me to have the life I wanted that weren't serving me to feel the divine way that I wanted to feel in the world. And I had to ask myself, well, if I get rid of all of this, what of my needs now don't get met. And I remember saying, oh, I have to lose being the complainer. (laughs) I have to lose being, you know, getting all the attention and support by always being in this victim space. I have to, you know, sacrifice all my excuses. So what did I get out of keeping all them beliefs? Oh, how can I get them by, you know, life going well for me? And this is a process that I, I take my clients through at the start of working with me because often, you know, The old identity we've got, it's helped us create the life we've got here today. So if we want a different result, if we want business to be easy, then the quickest way to actually making business be easy is that we've got to recognize like that change could happen in 30 days. And I'm not just saying that, like, I don't want to play this down because it doesn't have to be played down. But like, if, you know, think about it, if a lot of clients that come to work with me, they want $10,000 months. And the truth is, is that you can... Like you could invest in a mentor who can help you to get a $10,000 a month and the investment into that mentor could be half of that and you could have already made your profit plus more within 30 days. And this is the, the methodology that I share with clients. So when we want something more and we want it hard, like we want it, we're hungry, really hungry for it because, you know, we're really tired of our old identity and the results that it's given us in our life here today. Then I'm, what I've come to learn is that will really find that connection to God and spirit. You know, for myself, I I was crying on the bathroom floor, just crying, crying, crying. I was like, why, God? Why was my life so hard up until this point? You know, why? And, you know, really I learned that it was that sabotaging drama queen and king inside of me of needing for life to be hard, thinking I don't deserve to get everything I want, thinking all these different beliefs that actually weren't helping me to get the life I want. And until life got harder and harder and harder, and I got tired of that struggle, I handed my life over to some degree to a presence outside of me to divinely guide me. And every single step I've taken now, um, I live my life every day connecting into that intuition, asking God, spirit, my guidance system inside, who do I need to be today? What do I need to do today to attract more clients? That's step pillar one. Step two is invest in someone with being there, done that experience, because the truth is, is like that investment, if they're a good mentor, it should come back to you really quickly um, and just save you years and years. Because one of the biggest things I see is like big hearted creatives, people that like 
so in integrity to make an impact in the world. They'll have the best intentions and then they'll struggle for two to three years because they're bought into this belief system that starting a business needs to be hard for so many years and after so many years then it's going to get easy. Um, And I just don't enroll in that belief system anymore because I literally almost gave up because I enrolled in it. And I just don't want people that are here to have a big impact in the world think that that has to be the way. So that would be step two. And step three is that trust in self and confidence is only built by facing your fears. So make it a practice to do this one thing every week. The start of the week, define what your goal is, whatever it is. If it's growing on Instagram organically, getting one more client. Define, well, who is that person I'm becoming? Who do do I want to be? What do I want to do? Okay, if I want to have that goal, then I'm going to define for the next week an easy, easy stretch step. What's an easy step way that I can get to growing my Instagram audience? Okay, well, Reels is the number one feature that's getting a lot of traction at the moment. I might do some research in Reels. That's easy step one. Easy step two is plan what my first Reel will be. Stretch step for the week is to record a Reel and not bash myself about it or just really celebrate myself at the end of the recording of that Reel. And then straight away, what you've practiced in them three steps there is you've held space for your fears because we all have them. We all have imposter syndrome. You've created space by coming up with a plan to move into your business empress and emperor rather than your sabotaging drama queen and king. And then you've moved into that space by the end of actioning them three. And you've started by the end of that week to be more confident inside of yourself, build more self-trust, face your fears. And when you practice that each and every single week, you'll realize that you are the one you've been waiting for. You have it all inside of yourself. It's just about holding self-compassion along the way for your fears and your doubts and realizing everybody has them as an entrepreneur. You're not alone. Man, that was packed full, lady. Yeah. You know your shit. Did you breathe at all? (laughs) (laughs) My brain is so, I hide, like, I'm such a huge visionary. Like, my my brain is like a computer, you know. Um, It's just, like, I I process things at such a high speed. (laughs) Sometimes I forget to breathe. (laughs) Mostly. I'm mostly messing with you. It was everything. I I wish I had, like, a notepad. Um, (laughs) But man, some things that stuck out are self-sabotage. I have experienced that for such a long time. And even with all the mindset work, it's so natural to go back to your old ways, especially like I think back to childhood. And I think that's probably what, what it boils down to is a lot of us were just not exposed to like the most positive environments and like for me, you, you keep mentioning um, this internal like drama queen and king and dude, oh my God, it's, it is, it's like you're addicted to drama almost. And so you just expect for things to go wrong. And so that like, that really resonated with me, not just within myself, but the clients that I've had, they do, they, they're just, they're looking for things to go wrong. And I think it's probably like all of that inner work that you're talking about and then kind of just surrendering to to God, to spirit, you know, whatever listeners call, whoever they look to for guidance. But it's that, uh, I guess you have to find like rock bottom almost. Like Mm -hmm. until you do, it just is that habit, that habit loop, I guess. But man, so much good stuff. You, you know your shit. I I see that now. Um, (laughs) I'm still over here thinking about the fact that you're compared to Oprah. She's like one of my lifelong heroes. (laughs) Or on that list with Oprah. Oh, 
I'm comparing you to Oprah. I think you're that awesome. But man, this has been such a good talk. Um, I'm trying to think of like some random questions so I can get to know you. What kind of music do you like? Oh, um, I'm, you know, I love a bit of acoustic. I love like acoustic chill. I'm, I'm so diverse. I've got acoustic chill in my um, iTunes. I've got like heavy rock <laughs> for the days that I'm like, yes, like anger, channeling anger to build my empire. Um, and then I've got like R&B, sweet tunes, like sensual music. Um, but my favorite one I've been listening to a lot lately is by Lena Bell and it's like called Lioness and it's really about just owning our power and it's got this row, you know, a big part of my own journey has been in turning like uh, sexual abuse into sacred sexuality, loving my body, loving being a woman. So I love music that really is like sensual and really enables you to go within and and just feel like the sense of power and pleasure of what being a woman's all about. Yeah. Women are beautiful. So beautiful. Yes. That's something I struggled with too. So I like that you mentioned that I'm going to need you to send that information to me so I can check it out. Um, I'm I'm always looking for stuff to listen to. I'm actually a, a musician, singer, and songwriter by nature. I have been singing since I was like, I think my first performance was when I was eight. So I'm like, I I love music so much, so much, but it doesn't pay the bills. So, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, I'm like, (laughs) I don't know why I totally envisioned you like, like headbanging to some metal for some reason. Yes. That would be so funny to watch because I like, that's how I get anger out. Sometimes I'll just like go and listen to some ridiculous, ridiculously violent music and get my anger out. Um, but I have, is there- I have this view. I have this literally in the mo- at the moment. I've got like this um, us doing a reel on Instagram and like you doing some headbanging and me remixing the reel and yeah, let's do it. Can- yeah, let's do it. I'm keen. <laughs> let's do it. Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. Do you happen to say cheeky at all? I do you? Yeah, here okay. and there. This is killing me. I've never gotten a clear understanding of what in the hell that word means. Like, can you use it in a sentence and then explain it to me? I feel like I'm at a spelling bee. Like, can you say it in a sentence, please? Um, I'm feeling cheeky today. So for me, it's like like being playful, being like, um, you know, the, for me, the tease archetype is something I work with a lot where you tease your fears, you tease your limitations. And it's like, oh, I'm going to dance with you. I'm going to see you for the first time like I would. Um, you know, a guy in the street I'm interested in, I'm going to like play with you and I'm going to, you know, lure you in and get to know you in new ways. And so that for me is what Cheeky's about. It's like being the tease. Um, yeah, just taking things a lot less seriously and <laughs> lighthearted about ourselves. Oh, this makes more sense now. The first yeah. time I ever heard it was he, this dude from Ireland and he, okay, it's all making sense now. Ireland. <laughs> Sounds like a very interesting very interesting yeah. story a, a guy from ireland and mississippi like what are you even doing here but um again um i'm a fan of accents so i was naturally drawn to him but uh i've always wondered like the context of that word and how you use it because i only he- ever heard it like once or twice um but it's it's just it's not a word that we use here in america especially like in the bobble belt of mississippi you know what i mean mm. <laughs> Yeah, just like in Australia, we've got lingo, you know, she'll be right, mate. I'm sure you guys aren't using that over there. 
No, what does that mean? She'll be right, mate. It's like, it's just kind of like, it's it's a little bit like cheeky, you know, just kind of like, it's actually a little no. bit like um, a, a Kuna Matata from the Lion King movie, <laughs> you know? Hey, no worries. <laughs> She'll be right, mate. You know, so next time, next time you want to just, you know, no worries, just go, she'll be right, mate. And then that's pretty much it. I'm going to use that regardless of, if I, I'm not, I probably won't even use it right, but <laughs> I'm adopting it. it next, like this time next year, everybody will know what it is. That's yeah. my goal. <laughs> okay. Um, let me think. Let me think. What else do I want to know about you? Okay. You said that you've traveled a bunch. Do you have a favorite place you've traveled? I definitely think Peru. You know, I loved Peru um, sitting in, I did a lot of plant medicine ceremonies. I don't know if you're familiar with like ayahuasca, San Pedro. Um, I did a lot of these plant medicine ceremonies and, you know, going on these amazing hikes up the mountains on San Pedro and just really deeply connecting into the mysteries of the universe, (laughs) Um, getting such divine guidance in my life, my life direction, healing so many traumas, the mental illness, or through these really, um, you know, indigenous ways of working with plants. So that was definitely so eye-opening. I just, I actually can't wait to go back when the world opens up again. Yeah, I I wonder when that's going to be. I don't know. Mm. Seems mm. like it's taking forever. I'm so, I'm so tired of it. Like I just it's, it's things have opened up a lot more here in America, especially like down south. People are different here, you know. Mm. Um but it just it saddens me. It saddens me that everything it feels like it's like come to a halt and mm. I just there's so many people that normally would travel that can't travel. And I just, I personally want to see the world too. Um, mm. I'm just ready for things to get back to normal. You know, it, yeah. it, it hurts my heart if I'm being honest. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm here in Australia in sunny Queensland and I can't even, you know, at the moment I can't get out of my state. <laughs> so, and my family are in another state and I actually can't even get to them. So yeah, it's been, it's been really dragging out for a long time, but I guess, one of the things that's been a good thing, um, I think, with all of this is like the level of slowing down. I don't know if you've been feeling that over there in America, but there's a level of like slowing down. Um, I used to travel every six to eight weeks to different areas around Australia and beyond. And just being able to be rooted in one place has done amazing things for me and just slowing down and just really reconnecting with family and friends and um really using this time to reflect on like what's most important in life. It's had a really big impact on, on myself. Have you found it the same? You know, I have had those moments where I've definitely thought that way. And now that you mention it, yeah, things have like the pace has definitely lessened and um, a lot has happened over the past couple of years for me. Um, I got married. I had a baby. My little boy just turned eight months old. And so yeah, no. Oh my god. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> oh gosh. I know we haven't really been friends on Facebook long, but like, oh my god, he's so fucking cute. It kills me. <laughs> Definitely stalking after this call. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. Um, but and well, beware. You may get baby fever, but that's 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 on you. I warned you. Okay. Um, disclaimer. <laughs> he's so chunky. Like he, he's he's breastfed. I'm so proud of us. He just started eating solid foods a couple of months ago, but he's so chunky. Oh my God. Like the chunkiest little cheeks and legs. Oh my God. Um, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, so much has happened and you're right. It has like slowed things down and there is, there's like this, hmm, how do I put it into words? I've always been pretty attentive and like I've absorbed everything around me and appreciated things and see life, I guess, in a different way. Um, but being stuck at home and my husband, he used to drive a lot for work, um, but we've been at home together. And considering that like he's been through divorce and I've been through divorce and we found each other like in our second half of life. Mm-hmm. It's now that you mention it, I feel super appreciative of it because granted, I'm not saying this is a great thing that's happened to our world, but if you had to like see the light at the end of the tunnel, I would say it's been a good thing as far mm-hmm. as getting to be able to spend so much time together. And like you said, get kind of rooted and grounded. I have enjoyed that um, mm-hmm. because normally, you know, like traditionally men go out to work and if, if a woman wants to, she stays home, but a lot of moms have to work, you know, and be away from their babies. And we haven't had to do that. We've gotten to be around each other all the time with our kids. Aww. So it has been a blessing. Damn it. You're so good at what you do. You're like, you took, <laughs> <laughs> you took this like, horrific world event and you're like, but it's kind of, there's a beautiful side to it. Yeah. Like look for the gifts. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there, there are there. You have to find the good and the bad for sure. Mm. But I have enjoyed it. Although I feel like it's made me a little bit of a hermit and I don't like that. Mm. Mm. I think people now more than ever before are really seeking community. So even this podcast, like people are like, like, just like, I need to have some friends or I need a community of like-minded people that I can just deeply connect with. I think that's one of the biggest things is that sense of isolation I know the mental health rates in Australia have just really skyrocketed and I think that's you know the gift what I love about your podcast is it's just so conversational it's real it's raw it's authentic and people just want to be around people now because they feel exactly what what you're talking about here too yeah I think there is the word I keep hearing is an awakening and I love awakening yes yes, absolutely (laughs) And I'm, I'm st- I, like, I, I'm an empath. I've always been mm-hmm. an empath. Um, and I'm, I've learned a lot about human design. I'm a projector as well, but I'm also an introvert. So I've got like, I'm like the triple whammy. Like I just take, I take it all in. I take it all on like all the energy. I'm tired all the time, but there is, there's this great awakening and it, it makes me happy. Like my husband calls me a hippie. I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> I don't think that's the accurate uh, word or terminology, but I'm just, I'm more in sense, I guess, or more in touch with myself and nature than mm-hmm. um, a lot of people around here. And it feels good to see people finally becoming more self-aware mm-hmm. and just, you know, open their eyes are a little bit more open these days it seems Mm. like to everything going on so it's Mm. really beautiful that you're that you're doing what you're doing and I appreciate it from from someone who comes from you know a mental illness background I appreciate it and I'd like to know a little bit before we go about do you have any free communities or I say free but you know like a Facebook group that people can find so they can Mm -hmm. seek you out for guidance or you know Instagram how can people find you so that you can be of service to them or they can stalk you like I have 
Literally, I am in my Facebook group. We've got a free Facebook group, Empires by Empresses and Emperors. I'm in there every single day. Like when you spoke to me previously about, you know, what about people that don't have the money, that don't, um, you know, they can't afford all that. Like I'm in my Facebook group every single day, giving you inspiration, giving you tips. So go check that out. I've got a book on the way. Um, It's going to be published on the 30th of November. I've literally written everything in this book. It's called Stand Up, Speak Up. It's how to release imposter syndrome and you're sabotaging drama queen and king and align to your business empress and emperor. I'm writing another two books. I'm literally, I want like, I wish that like people in India, people in Nepal, people in um, South Africa, like the people that can't afford to work with me, I'm currently creating all these trainings, books to get it out there to you so that you can um, build the empire, share your gifts. So head to my Facebook group, Empires by Empresses and Emperors. Then click on the top. Um, I've literally got five, six trainings there. You'll be able to get so much. It'll just help you to start bringing in clients straight away. Um, and then I've got my Instagram, i.m.samantha.j. Um, yeah, and every literally you can get free business support from me every Friday in my Facebook group. Um, I do a weekly Q&A, join the group, add your question, and I'll literally give you free coaching every Friday of how to grow your business. I'm just so deeply moved to help people that don't have the money as well to work with me, just anyone, because uh, I also was there. Like I also understand what it's like to be in them early stages and just really need that inspiration, that guidance um, before you get your trust and courage and confidence up. So yeah, go check that out. Awesome. I can't wait to find that group. I don't know if I'm in it yet. Granted, I just invited you today. So Oh, did you? <laughs> Perfect. I don't know if I've accepted yet. Oh no. Oh my God. I remember now. Okay. I have serious, yeah. I have serious squirrel brain, but I do remember now. <laughs> but like I, I get so many like Facebook group invites like every single day. I kind of lose track, yeah. but I, I do remember now. I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, I'm excited about that book too. I can't wait to, mm-hmm. to hear about that and read it. Um, will it be available on Amazon? I assume. Yep. Yeah, that's right. On the 30th of November available on Amazon. So um, yeah, I'll I'll share that on my Facebook and Instagram soon for everyone too. Well, cool, 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 cool. Anything else you want to add before you go? There's, uh, I guess there's a quote, a mantra that I'm living my life and I want to share it in case anybody else needs this too. And what it is is stop seeking permission, back yourself. Stop waiting to be chosen, choose yourself. So just wanted to share that with anybody that wanted a little inspirational quote to leave. <laughs> Pretty powerful, lady. Pretty powerful. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I, I wanted to like try to be cheeky, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> this has been awesome. So awesome. I'm so happy to get to know you more. Um, I appreciate your time. I'm really excited to follow your journey and just see all of the people that you help in this world. Thank you so much for having me. And you've got such beautiful energy, a huge heart. And um, yeah, thank you so much for being you and sharing your big heart with the world through your podcast and helping people to feel more connected through these times. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I will, I'll talk to you soon, if that's all right with you. Sounds good. Okay. I'll talk to you I'll later. Talk to you soon. Okay. See ya.